Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Texas Conflict Coach radio program. If you've ever experienced or engaged in destructive or unresolved conflict, then you know it leads to broken relationships, distrust, and damaging results. Our program will help you manage and resolve conflict effectively with strategies, valuable resources, and support. Since 2009, our radio program hosted guest experts from around the globe sharing their perspectives, experiences, and expertise while giving you food for thought. If you can't listen live, then download and listen to any of our 300-plus podcasts in our library at texasconflictcoach.com. So sit back, relax, or join the conversation every Tuesday evening or tweet us at TXConflictCoach. We kick off the month of March with a program that speaks to National Employee Appreciation Day that was this past Friday, March 3rd. Recognition and appreciation are skills that leaders use every day, or should. Tonight, Kathy Stark and Scott Russell discuss simple and effective ways to engage and recognize your employees and further your business goals in 2017 and beyond. Kathy Stark has extensive experience in developing and executing large global recognition strategies, managing program development, and large events that support the recognition strategies for an international corporation. Kathy has been involved with recognition professionals for many years. She is currently the president and is a certified recognition professional. Scott Russell is a 20-year veteran of the event management and recognition from his days as a convert promoter in Southern California. To his most recent 12-year stint in operations, employee experience with Verizon Wireless, Scott is currently the Director of Client Success for the CA Short Company based in North Carolina. He works day in and day out to promote the value of recognition and engagement to his staff, his clients, and others. I am your guest host, Tracy Colbert-King, and tonight we invite you to participate in our conversation by joining our Twitter feed using hashtag ConflictChat, or join the conversation by using the Twitter handle at TXConflictCoach on Twitter. Welcome to the program, Kathy and Scott. Thank you for having us. I agree. Thank you so much, Tracy, for having us. Absolutely. Well, let's get to know you a little bit better. Uh, so who is Kathy Stark and Scott Russell? We learned a little bit about your bio, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, Tracy, I would tell you that we are just everyday people that happen to end up our careers in recognition. This everyday work practice not only helps us in the workplace, but in our whole lives. I, I would agree with that. I would agree. And um, I would say, uh, Tracy, you know, I, I spend my days as a uh, recognition professional 
and engagement uh, uh, professional, and uh, I'm a musician at night, so I try to balance my great day of uh, excitement with a little bit of music in my downtime. And uh, I'm from the South, so I'm a Southerner, and uh, Kathy is, uh, she's down in Florida, so we both get a little bit of our, that Southern feel, but uh, we love what we do, and we're very glad to be here with you today. That sounds great. It also sounds like that's something um, about your personality that kind of speaks to recognition and appreciation, that you know you're just really easy, approachable, uh, you're just, you know, the normal person that you would say hi to every day when you come into the office. And so I imagine that you both exude kind of a warm and welcoming presence, which is probably very helpful in the work that you do. That's correct. I, I agree. I think it, uh, you pretty much described how I am in the office, or at least I say I try to be. I try to be. I don't, I don't know that we're all uh, – all on, as I say, every single day, but uh, I really do try to take those moments and, uh, you know, walk the walk and uh, talk the talk. So we're, we're just glad to be here and share some of what we know. We don't know everything, but we'll share whatever we've uh, got for your listeners today, and hopefully we'll make an impact on their day. I think you will. Can you share with us how did Recognition Professionals International come about? Um, Recognition Professionals International is the only professional organization at the forefront of workforce recognition through its sole focus on recognition. It was founded by individuals in the industry, and it advances the business case of recognition. Scott, you have anything to add? Yeah, you know, um, really that, I mean, that is truly the hardcore history, um, Tracy, is that there were just professionals in the industry who I think often uh, came together at different functions at different times of the year. Um, they saw each other repetitively. Some of them were uh, writers uh, who had written some books on the subject. Others were speakers. Uh, and then others were simply uh, professionals in their roles in their in their work life that at the time uh, was probably not called, you know, the recognition leader. They were probably called something else and did their role part-time. And um, after they had uh, seen each other many times and started to uh, converse about it, they thought that, you know, we needed a almost like a spot for all of the people in the industry to come together to share their ideas, to share the trends, and to grow a, a force that was really behind the advancement of recognition and appreciation in the workplace. And, and that led us to what we have now as uh, Recognition Professionals International. They were uh, launched originally as the National Association for Employee Recognition and then uh, changed their name as uh, we grew uh, bigger with a lot more uh, international um, attendees to our conference and international members. Sounds like the association really was the brainchild of all of these different individuals from these different aspects of the work industry coming together and collectively realizing maybe what organizations were lacking, uh, what was kind of missing, and recognition and appreciation were those two uh, sweet spots that there felt maybe a void for. Yep. I would agree with that. Would you? What do you think, Kathy? I agree. It really was um, people who saw the need in the workplace 
to mm-hmm. provide more recognition and how it really made a difference in the workplace. Well, that kind of leads us to the other piece of it. So we have an idea of what RPI's role was and how the people involved recognized that recognition or appreciation were missing. What is recognition? You know, that's a, that's a good question, and I think uh, everybody's going to answer it a little bit differently. Um, I, you know, my own personal side of it is that, you know, recognition is really taking the time to acknowledge someone's positive behavior and um, to focus in on, on what they've done right and what they've done to uh, further your goals or to further along a process and just taking that moment um, to, to make them stand out of the crowd for a moment and sort of give them that uplifting feel, I really believe that recognition comes down to how you feel and how we make others feel. And, and it's, it's, it, you know, there's science behind what we do, but it's really about making someone feel better about their life and about their day, and then how do we parlay that into business results. I really like the idea of recognition is about how you feel and how you make other people feel that are doing the work and kind of lifting them up in that moment to reward that positive behavior. I think that's really powerful because a lot of times in the workplace, I feel like feelings is a no-no. You don't want to bring feelings into the office setting. So to be able to say that recognition is how someone feels and that's important, I think, is really powerful. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, when we looked at, when, when RPI looked at recognition in the workplace, um, you know, the, the whole reason behind having a National Employee Appreciation Day really came from that thought that, okay, so we know that people, there is some level of recognition in the workplace on a regular basis in most cases. But in many opportunities, there just was not a formalized moment to pull everyone together to say, hey, stop what you're doing today and be sure to appreciate your employees. And so uh, it was a founding member of RPI back in 1995 that um, sort of uh, lobbied for this moment to have a one-day kind of placed on uh, everyone's calendar that would say, and it, uh, you know, let's all come together that day, show our employees that we appreciate them, that we recognize their hard work, their input, their ideas. And uh, that day is always the first uh, Friday in March. So like you said, we just celebrated. Uh, we celebrated at my company for sure and, and others around the globe. And um, it's very exciting to know that RPI had a hand in creating that day and that moment that is now living on, you know, 20-something odd years later. I think the work that RPI is doing is really great, and I also think um, from being with an organization that we haven't actually celebrated uh, a National Employee Appreciation Day, I can see how important that is and how that's something that I think our organization should explore. I'm just curious, are there different types? of recognition? Yes, there are. Um, It's, you know, it really is encouraging and rewarding specific employee behaviors, but there are three different types. 
There's day-to-day, which is a positive feedback, thank you notes and verbal praise. There's informal, which are low-cost awards, gift cards and certificates. And people think about recognition, and it's not necessarily how you spend money on people as much as it is how you take the time to value them. And then you do have the formal recognition, your structured programs, service awards, recognition programs that are more structured and more formal. And, um, you know, Kathy makes a great point there that it isn't about uh, what you spend. And, and to, to really share that with you, Tracy, it's um, the biggest myth many times in, in a recognition strategy or a recognition program with a company is that, is that day-to-day recognition, which is truly the frequent, ongoing, uh, low-cost, uh, those items that really hit the most. I mean, that's, that's where you have the ability to touch the most employees is on that day-to-day basis. And that's really if we just take what we learned growing up. You know, I, I, I grew up in a, in a southern family where please and thank you was important, and you still had to do that. And that really kind of plays into our life. I mean, if you could go to your office every day and everybody had great manners and you were always thanked for the work that you did and uh, was nicely asked when they needed something from you, it would really change the environment. And that's what we see uh, when people really kind of follow that. And, and so like Kathy, you know, just spoke to, um, you're going to get your biggest bang if you can just take that moment to do those day-to-day things. And that's as easy as taking a post-it note and sticking it on somebody's monitor, just letting them know, you know, thank you for helping me with the report today. It really made a difference. Um, and then, then as you move up the pyramid of recognition, um, to Kathy, like she said, there is informal and then formal. And formal really is, those are the things you think about when you think of a yearly, uh, you know, the Oscars. Let's just take it that way. If we look at the Oscars just happened, a couple, mm-hmm. you know, recently, that's formal recognition for that industry. That's the top of the food chain event for their industry. And so when we break that down to other industries, you might see a year of service banquet where if tenure is important to your company, once a year you're highlighting uh, the employees who had 10 years or 15 years or 20 years. And that's what formal really looks like. And then informal, that in the middle piece, that's where you get a little bit broader range than you do with formal. And it, it may include some type of item or some type of gift or or a more broad performance recognition. Um, but I think when it comes to uh, what we tend to miss as, as an environment or miss as, as a community, it's that just the day-to-day basics. Um, what, and I think Kathy would agree with that with me, that it, it tends to be the day-to-day that if people would just jump into that, um, we would see a much higher rate of great appreciation. I agree with the day-to-day, and I like the way that you kind of broke down the different types of recognition. The day-to-day, which is just it's something as simple as a Post-it note that you stick on someone's chair or you stick on their com- computer monitor or you send them an email at the end of the day, and then informal. To, it doesn't have to be um, really expensive. It can be something that's low cost, like a gift card or creating a certificate. And then the formal is the end-all, be-all. Um, everyone from the organization kind of gathers, and you all honor each other in a really big way. Uh, so I think that is really interesting. And I think it's also important to stress that 
appreciation and recognition doesn't have to be expensive because a lot of times you do hear, you know, well, it's too expensive to take the whole organization out for dinner. Or, and so it's interesting to have it broken down in three parts so people can see that recognition is really expansive. And so you can kind of do what works best for your organization. Right. Right. I agree. I just want to remind listeners that you are listening to the Texas Conflict Coach Blog Talk radio program, and we are chatting with Kathy Stark and Scott Russell. Tonight's program looks at a simple and effective way to engage and recognize employees. Kathy and Scott, what happens when recognition or engagement is missing or lacking within the workplace? Well, Tracy, I would tell you that um, the cost of employee turnover is enormous. So the things that happen when you're not effectively recognizing and supporting your employees is you have high turnover, you have a disengaged workforce, you have lack of productivity, you have poor customer relations, and generally you will have interpersonal conflict. So these are all things that you need to address on a daily basis to really have an engaged workforce that feels supported in the workplace. Uh, right. I mean, Kathy just spoke right to it. And, and, and I want to give you sort of a uh, what that unengaged or unrecognized employee looks like. Um, they're going to be less vigilant. They're going to be more likely to miss work. Um, they're going to change jobs when new opportunities arise. They're going to be your employees that are sort of checked out. Uh, attempting to just do their job with no management support. Um, that's what you're going to look at when you, when you sort of have an employee, uh, you know, who's just going through the motions. And, and recognition is a tool uh, to help drive employee engagement. And I know that's a really hot-button term right now as, as companies try to gather what that looks like for their own industry. Um, but, but you really can uh, look at an employee who – is not being recognized or does not feel appreciated for their work and easily start to see how easy it is to tune out the environment around you if you don't feel appreciated. So there are a lot of things that can really come into play when an employee doesn't feel recognized or when they don't feel appreciated, including high turnover that's costly not only for the organization, but the employee is possibly spending time at work looking for new opportunities. And then there's the disengaged workforce. So they're there, but they're not really um, in tune with the organization. There's a lack of productivity, a poor customer relations. So if it's a, a direct service position, the customers on the other end may not be getting the best experience from the person they're working with. And then interpersonal conflict. And with interpersonal conflict, I've read article after article that talks about how that leads to absenteeism when you have conflicts with your coworker or the person that shares the other wall of the cubicle with you, and so you just try to avoid that person, and sometimes you don't come into work to do that. Right, right. And, and I would say this, too. I mean, how many, of, uh, how many of your listeners out there know someone like this? And I, I am this guy that if, if you don't ever tell me that I'm doing a good job, I will eventually start to assume that I'm not. I know that sounds crazy and that, that I'm in this mm -hmm. industry. Truth is, that's how I am. So I start to think, wow, you're not telling me that you appreciate what I've done or shown me that 
I, uh, that you recognize my input. So I will start to consider, am I really doing what you want from me? Am I, am I exhibiting the behaviors that are going to drive our business north and do the right thing? So I do think there are people like me out there, and, and, and just that occasional day-to-day works great for me. Just tell me once in a while, hey, you're on the right path. You're doing a great job. I appreciate you here today. And I'm very fortunate that I have leaders uh, in my company who do that um, daily. And so it, it's a great feeling. And, again, like we said before, I mean, there's, that's free. There's no cost to that. It's really just setting your mind to it and making a goal to do these things on a regular basis. Absolutely. I think that's a really great point that there are people that – tend to internalize lack of feedback. And so for them, regardless of how they receive it, it's important to them. So it could just be a quick, hey, I did a good job, or a short email or a post-it note or something that doesn't have to be um, big picture. It doesn't have to be billboard size, but just something little that really means something. Right. Yep. So we talked about what happens when employees are not felt, are not feeling the recognition or they're not feeling the appreciation. What happens when you effectively recognize your employees? Well, it kind of um, is just exactly the opposite of what we were talking about before. You know, their work enjoyment increase, increases. They have better satisfaction. You have less turnover. You have less stress. You have less interpersonal conflicts. And they feel empowered and involved, and it increases loyalty to the company. And like you said, people get up and they want to come to work. They don't want to to avoid it. Uh, Yeah, Kathy's right on it. Um, I love data, so I I made sure I had some data for you today and your listeners uh, who are out there. So I wanted to just provide a little bit of that. Um, but Gallup does quite a bit of studies um, on this subject, and uh, some of their findings, I just wanted to kind of share that today, that uh, when we talk about a recognized and engaged employee, on average, companies who have engaged employees will see a 22% higher profitability and 21% higher productivity uh, than their competitors, and they have 37% less absenteeism. I think that. That's something to really soak in, 37% less time out of the business for their employees because their people want to come to work. And when you look at a truly recognized and engaged employee versus one that's disengaged, um, that engaged employee can provide as much as 200% higher output because they're involved, enthusiastic, committed to their work, um, they're connected to the business and the outcomes, and they'll support innovation, growth, all of those things that we need to see in our, in our company on a daily basis. So um, I, I love the data behind what we're able to show. And I think, I think many years ago, and, and still some today, we battle, um, we battle leaders that will sometimes say, well, I can't put numbers around recognition and engagement. I can't, you know, that's a, that's a, it's just floating out there in the air, and that really is not true. Um, Gallup and other groups, including Recognition Professionals International, we're working to uh, increase the ability to provide, uh, you know, return on investment numbers 
and methodology around how we get to that information so that people see appreciation and recognition as a real item that deserves to have focus and deserves to have a strategy and not just to be sort of nilly-willy, that it's truly you have a plan and you're going to do something and you're doing it for that return. And um, so I love that. I love, I love all the deepness. That I love the feeling, and I'm all about the feeling. But behind those feelings that recognition brings are truly substantial data to help prove, uh, to help prove your case. Those are very powerful numbers, and the numbers speak for themselves, but then you can also witness within your organization your employees. You can witness their enjoyment, uh, greater satisfaction, the lower turnover, uh, less stress. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, um, depending on the situation, but you could kind of walk into an office and feel the tension when employees are really stressed, so maybe that tension is a little bit alleviated. Uh, there's less interpersonal conflict, so people are working together, they're getting along, there's more of that team feeling, and then there's empowerment and involvement, which creates loyalty to the organization and to the company. So those are really powerful pieces that show you what happens when you recognize your employees. Uh, agreed. And, and, you know, Tracy, right now there are some studies out there that are actually showing that not only um, can we prove that recognized and engaged employees will outperform their counterparts, but there are some studies going on right now that show and that are actually proving that companies who have recognition and engagement strategies who are truly making an effort to drive high engagement, high levels of recognition, those companies are actually outperforming their counterparts on, um, on, our national, on our international stock indexes. So the value of a company can actually increase by having these strategies in hand. And I, I look forward to uh, the next few years when I, even more data around that will, will be in our hands um, so that we can keep sort of proving those points and, and how important it is um, for you to actually have a recognition strategy in hand. And, and uh, RPI, Recognition Professionals International, we actually believe in um, some very best practice standards when it comes to uh, recognition and, and what your planning there is. And I, I did want to share those today. Um, they're really a, a big piece of what our organization is built on. And so part of our practice standards include measurement, which means, you know, take the pulse of your organization for a minute. Find out, find out if, if people are being recognized or if they're not and then develop that strategy, and then build into your strategy responsibilities for your management. There, there has to be accountability. Um, you're never going to get it if you don't hold people accountable. And I know there may be some people out there who think, well, well isn't that, aren't you sort of pushing the envelope? Aren't you, if, I, if I make people recognize employees, they're going to fake it. They're not going to be real. But that's not always true. It takes some practice to sit out there and do that, but hold them accountable have a good recognition plan and, and communication plan. Be sure you're letting people know how to be appreciated and what behaviors warrant recognition. And then uh, provide recognition training to your organization. And then uh, have some events and celebrations. That annual uh, year of service banquet is fantastic. Do that for your employees, but then allow yourself to be flexible and change your strategy, change your program moving forward if you're not seeing the results you want, don't scrap it, 
just go back to the drawing board a little bit and figure out where you need to tweak it to get those behaviors that you want to see. So those are a lot of things to consider. The idea of measurement, so how are you tracking and how are you following up with how your employees are feeling and what systems do you have in place for recognition. And then there's also the responsibility of is there accountability in the organization uh, to provide employee recognition and are people being held to that standard. And there's also ways where you can do fun things together as an organization, whether it is the annual uh, five, ten year banquet or it's something on a smaller scale like a barbecue. For our listeners who may not be in a supervisory role, can they also provide recognition and appreciation to their coworkers? Yes, there um, are many programs that provide peer-to-peer -peer recognition, and that's exactly what it is, that you can recognize your, your fellow workers by the, in the same way by being personal, being timely, being effective, telling people what they've done and how they've done it that is really done well for the organization and has helped you personally. Yeah. You're spot on, Kathy. Um, we, we both agree wholeheartedly in this, Tracy, that the most effective recognition is the most specific. So, and, I, and the example I can give you of that is you know, rather than just telling someone, thank you, you did a good job today, it's such a more powerful statement to say, thank you, Jim, you helped create a report that helped me get a process passed today in our staff meeting. I could not have done this without you, and I really appreciate your effort. That statement is free. That statement will buy you far more uh, than a lot of other things that you can do. And so it's really, uh, you know, Kathy just said it. Be as personal as you can be. Be as timely as possible. Recognizing someone two months after they did something for you um, can take some of the umps out of it. So the faster you can actually be timely with that moment, do it, and then be effective in the way that you deliver it and, and make a big deal out of it. It, it may be the I always say this in recognition. You may be the only person to thank someone that day. You have a chance to change somebody's day and in some cases change their life and, and take that opportunity when it's presented to you. That's really great to hear that recognition can happen at any level, not just the management or supervisory level, but on the coworker level, the human level, person to person, and you just really never know what that person's going through that day and how your positive feedback and your appreciation can touch them. And the idea of peer-to-peer -peer recognition and how you should be specific as to what they've done that you really appreciate or that really spoke to you is so important. Yeah, I, you know, and, um, and one of the greatest things about RPI, um, we're really uh, structured and founded around our educational offerings, to tell you the truth. So we do have a, a certification program. Kathy and I are both certified recognition professionals, and, uh, and that was not easy. It is not a given. It is truly a, uh, an in-depth uh, course that is available online off of uh, www.recognition.org. 
Um, you can actually take those classes in person at our annual conference, or you can take them online to become certified. Now, that may be, that's more for the recognition professional like we are. However, we also offer a much, a, a much more affordable and short class, uh, which is about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes online, and it's called Recognition Fundamentals. That, that course is fantastic for anybody. It, it doesn't matter what level you're at. If you just want to know some of the foundations of recognition and how to be better at it, that's a fantastic course um, that we actually developed and is available for anybody. Wonderful. So we talked a lot today about recognition, what recognition is, what happens when recognition is missing, how can our listeners provide recognition, whether they are a manager, a supervisor, or a coworker. And, and uh, we've heard some really good tips and some really good strategies. What would you like to leave our listeners with as an assignment for the week or a call to action knowing that what we talked about today really relates to everyone who could potentially be listening? Well, we have a tagline, and it's We Make Thanks Matter. And I think that anybody can use that in their life. This works for work at your work, and it works for you in life. And, uh, you know, when we look at some specific things, Tracy, um, Kathy had, I love this one. She, she gave, this, uh, gave this one up to us when we were talking about it recently. And he said to uh, put some, take five pennies and put them in your pocket when you head out for the day in the morning. And uh, for each penny, find somebody who's done something good and recognize them for it and move that penny into your other pocket. And don't stop until your original pocket is empty. Um, and so that keeps your mind on the fact that I'm going to recognize five people today. That's a fantastic practice. And I would love to challenge the listeners out there to do that. Another thing anybody can do really is send an e-card. Um, you may have a system that does that within your company, uh, but if you don't, there's plenty out there on the web that you can download. There's usually uh, no cost to that. Send someone an e-card. Um, send one a day. Make that a goal for yourself. Send one a day uh, to a coworker or to someone else. Um, you can also, uh, you know, we'd love to see you take a holiday and build on it. Do, do a themed event around your holiday. Uh, at my, uh, at CA Short, to be honest, this past week for Employee Appreciation Day, uh, we celebrated Mardi Gras. It was, it was a few days late, but uh, it was still in the same week, so we had a great big Mardi Gras splash, and uh, we brought in some king cake, and we had the beads and the colors, and we just invited our employees to dress in uh, Mardi Gras gear that day. And it really just elevated the day. We had a little bit of fun. And, um, you know, finally, the one thing I would really say to you for a call to action is, um, you know, get out there. And, and, and this is a line uh, used by a friend of ours at RPI. Uh, and she spoke with us last year, Melinda Doolittle. And in, in her book, uh, Beyond Me, um, one of the ways she learned to uh, lead her life is her mother gave her a great, uh, great message. And it was, uh, do it afraid. And, and what she really means by that is even, you know, some people have a difficulty with recognition. Some people don't know how to express their feelings. They're afraid they're going to say the wrong thing. They're not going to be able to put their emotions into words. And, and the truth is, you know what, just put all that aside and do it anyway. Uh, you may not be comfortable getting up in front of your peers and, and talking about an employee and, and what a great job they've done. Maybe that's just difficult for you. But I'm going to challenge you to do it anyway. Do it afraid. 
The more you do it, the easier it's going to get. There are no perfect sentences. There are no perfect words. The, the more real you are, the better the recognition is going to be anyway. Well, we definitely have a menu for our listeners to choose from to go out and adhere to these calls of action, whether it's the penny activity or sending an e-card or building on a holiday. I like that Mardi Gras theme, holiday party. Or, and remember, don't be afraid. Uh, throw yourself in there and attempt to do it anyway. What is the best way for our listeners who may have some questions to reach out to either Kathy or Scott? Well, we have our RPI website, recognition.org, and in there you'll find a wealth of information and you will find all of our contact information. So you're more than welcome to reach out to any of us on the board or as members. Uh, we also have a basic membership, which is free. The premium membership it does have a cost associated with it, but the basic membership is free. And most importantly, we're having a conference in Fort Lauderdale this April, May, end of April, beginning of May. That's very exciting. And we invite anyone who is interested to attend. Yes, we'd, we'd love to meet you. We'd love to speak to you. Uh, if you've ever wanted to know uh, anything about recognition or a little bit more than you know today, please join us at our conference. We would love to have you there. Um, there's some great speakers, there's great entertainment, and uh, you can chat with us, have some coffee. Uh, I, I'll talk recognition, I'll talk your ear off, really. So um, you can, uh, we'd love to have you. And it is in Fort Lauderdale. That's right, you can't beat that. Fort Lauderdale <laughs> Yes, for the Northerners, I think they would really appreciate the location of that conference, absolutely. <laughs> What final message do you want to leave the listeners tonight? I think it's the same, I think it's the same one um, that I mentioned earlier, and it's really make thanks matter. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can say that enough, Kathy. I think you, you nailed it. Um, the, the real message is make that thanks matter. If, 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 if you do nothing more than say the word thank you, uh, then you know what, I'm, I, I still challenge you. Look somebody in the eye, say thank you and why, and, and, and you've done it. You've done a good job right there. So uh, just make it matter. That's our motto at RPI, and that's really what we, uh, we believe and live by. Thank you for listening to the Texas Conflict Coach. We hope you've enjoyed the program. You can find over 300 podcasts archived to listen at your own convenience at texasconflictcoach.com or download the podcast at iTunes or Stitcher Radio. To learn about upcoming radio programs and resources, sign up for our monthly e-newsletter. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.